0: The Spanish Announce Table.
1: It is episode 345 of the Spanish Announce Table, Tom. And we're going to talk pro wrestling. We had some fun stuff going on. We've got some fun news to discuss. Uh, National pro wrestling, local pro wrestling. We get into a bunch of it. Let's get into our beer sponsor of the week. You can be the beer sponsor of the week. You go to SpanishAnnounceTable.net. There's a PayPal link. Or if you just go directly to PayPal, at at gmail.com. Donate us some beer money. We'll go buy it. We'll tell you how great you are, how much like you smell good, you're rich, you're a baller. More mm-hmm. on that later. Come uh, on. This week's beer sponsor of the week is our goddamn selves. Yet, once again, we're the greatest fucking guys in the world. But if you want to be the greatest guy in the world, uh, or gal, or whatever, SpanishNouseTable.net. Donate some money. But Tom, hey, Tom, they want to hear pro wrestling. They, you know, then they'll decide if they give us money.
0: Yeah, hey, that's good, right? Merit-based um, funds get sent to us mm-hmm, based mm-hmm. on how well we do. Don't so sing we hope it, we bring do, it. Yeah, so we hope we do really well for you. And uh, I'm excited. Like you said, we got some news to talk about. I know we kind of talked about off-air the format of what we want to do here, but you want to just get into our big news. Our oh, our big yeah, it, it, it's big for the podcast. Let let me uh let me preface this before we get into it. It's big for the podcast, but it's Which also is everything. Well, but it's also really great for wrestling fans, we think. And that's why we invested the money is because we think it's good for independent pro wrestling and pro wrestling as a whole. So you want to talk about it?
1: Let's talk about it. I'm excited.
0: Let's talk about it. We have sponsored the match uh, for glory pro wrestling, August 22nd in St. Louis. And the match is off the charts awesome it is going to be stallion rogers formerly of nxt taking on one of the best heels in independent pro wrestling right now you saw him in gcw cost nick gage his gcw heavyweight championship we are talking about obviously the one and only ricky shane page so it's going to be stallion rogers coming back to the independent scene Coming back to Glory Pro Wrestling, taking on a guy that is just on a run like we haven't seen recently in independent pro wrestling, Ricky Shane Page. These two just juggernauts of pro wrestling going to collide August 22nd in uh, St. Louis, Missouri, August 22nd. The event is called Down with the King. It's going to be main evented, I believe, by Eddie Kingston on top of Eddie Kingston and Stallion Rogers and Ricky Shane Page, you got a stacked lineup. I can't believe it. We've got so much here. Let me look it up before because I don't want to misquote what I'm saying here. We've got
1: I'm super excited about this by the way for sponsoring this Ricky Shane Page and Stallion Rogers match. I can't wait for the violence that we're going to get out of this. I...
0: Oh my gosh. Yeah. We've got Warhorse. We got Dan the Dad. We've got
1: Dan the Dad.
0: G- Dan the, awesome. dan the dad uh, is going to be fun the Dad and yeah so this is that was just a couple of names i don't want to go through the whole thing because obviously go to gloryprowrestling.com. yeah buy a ticket if you can't buy a ticket try to find it somehow uh when it gets posted online either live or later um it's going to be awesome live this is going to be fun this is going to be awesome because it's going to be our first glory pro wrestling event too so this is a this is a new adventure for us we're going to head from kansas city out to st louis uh and take in some great pro wrestling i
1: mean i feel pretty glorious if we're being you
0: know i'm just excited to see some really cool wrestlers that i'm obviously aware of and i've seen in person and i've also seen on tv in a new setting so i've seen stallion rogers i've seen him in journey pro i've seen him in evolve but i've never seen him in glory pro i've seen eddie kingston he was in a nwl show he's obviously in aew right now I've never seen him on Glory Pro Show. So all of these different characters and dynamics coming together for one night, for one day, in St. Louis, it's going to be awesome. Cannot wait. Again, check out uh, Glory Pro on Twitter, Facebook, uh, Instagram. Obviously, their website is going to be awesome, and we cannot wait.
1: What is there? Uh, Let's get the official let's, let's that, get um, the official yeah, here we don't want to seem you know uncouth here we want to
0: yeah we got gloryprowrestling.com that is the website their twitter because we love twitter hashtag tweet the table if you love twitter too uh, at we are glory pro mm-hmm. it is going to be awesome again the event is called down with the king august 22nd we are sponsoring the match of stallion rogers versus ricky shane page i'm
1: a little worried man down with the king um
0: no, no, don't read it that way, because you're you're saying, like, off with his head, down with the king. I'm reading it as we're, down, we're down, with down with the king. Yeah, This is who we're down with. We are down with the king, the mad king, Eddie Kingston. So, again, really excited about this news. Hope to really expand our audience and get some new eyes and ears onto Spanish announce table. So uh, we're excited to see how this unfolds. And uh, more information as it comes about. Might have an interview next week. We'll see. Fingers crossed from Glory Pro Wrestling uh, wrestlers, talent, executives. Who knows? Grab Stay bag. tuned.
1: Grab bag. Swag bag.
0: Yeah, let's do it. But, uh, yeah, so here we are. We're spending money. We're investing in the podcast. We're going to the moon because we've got that MJF coin. Tim, let's talk about it. That's how I paid them. MJF coin.
1: Yeah, I knew you were going to do that. I knew you were going to try to pay him with MJF coin. Because and...
0: it's what you pay with. When you got the money, Tim, you pay with the money. Well, I
1: talked to them on the side, and I, you may not be aware of this, but I, I they were going to disband discussions with you because they weren't going to go with that. The MJF coin is currently at $1.58, uh, down 3% from last week, uh, 82% huh? overall. So we, we went ahead and what? took funds out of the – yeah, it's down 3%. Um, 82% overall. Um, I know you put everything you had into this, and I'm sorry, but we went ahead and took out of the donation money, which you can do. You can donate hey. to and we paid for that sponsorship. So you, the fans, almost, it's not just, see, we're not just the Spanish Announce Table. We are the Spanish Announce Table, right? You follow me? We are the Spanish Announce Table, but we are the Spanish Announce Table. So when you help contribute, you help do things like, sponsor glory pro wrestling matches and that's something we can all enjoy right this is a yes. community that we're building so remember to do that because otherwise we wouldn't have been able to do this tom would have tried to pay with mjf coin and we would have lost communication with these fine folks at glory pro wrestling
0: hey we're excited again glory yes. pro wrestling august 22nd down with the king yeah. the match that we are sponsoring because i cannot be more yeah. excited about it ricky shane page versus stallion rogers and one
1: more time to put tom in a good mood that was uh 1.58 us dollars When we bought it at 5-something, so we're down 82% overall. But only a 3% drop this week. This is one of the lowest drops per week. I mean, you know, or one of the smallest drops,
0: if you will. Let's talk about something good here. Let's get into our favorite TV show. Enough of that, right? right. Look, MJF has got our back. He is going to get us to the moon again. We have nothing to worry about. Obviously. Obviously, obviously, obviously. And let's talk about that here in just a moment. But before we do... As always, let's talk about our favorite TV show, AEW Dynamite. Now, before we get into AEW Dynamite, this was heavily focused on, hey, everyone, watch us Friday night for our brand new show, AEW Rampage, which will air uh, at 9 o'clock in the One True Time Zone here in Kansas City. It is only an hour long show, so before we get into our recap of AEW Dynamite, we might have a new favorite show in AEW Rampage. What are your thoughts on this new Friday night show?
1: I am excited about a new Friday night show, Um, especially AEW. We're going to maybe talk later about some other options you have on your television dial that have become become disfranchised with, and so Mm -hmm. I'm excited about more content from AEW. That you know, YouTube exists, and their YouTube shows exist, and they're they are what they are, and they, they are getting better in some aspects, and they are what they are to be a certain reason. But TV brings a whole different breed, so I'm excited for another TV show. This one's going to be quick and out. They're going to have to. We talk about hey, an hour is going to feel great because two hours can start to feel long. Three mm-hmm. hours is definitely too long. We have found out yep. over the years, and uh, but one hour
0: is almost. It's like whoa, well, you got to get a lot in. You got to. I think it's very interesting because you can have so much freedom with what you want to do with the show. As we've obviously seen in the past with other wrestling shows, you can do one full hour of just one match. You know, you could have an Iron Man match between Kenny Omega and Hangman Adam Page if you wanted. Or you could do what they're planning on with uh, this debut episode. We have three title matches, right? We have uh, Kenny Omega, Miro, and Britt Baker all defending one of their championships. Obviously, in Kenny Omega's uh, part, he's going to be defending the Impact Wrestling Championship, not the AW Championship. But still, there you go. Let's do three matches in one hour. Or again, as we've seen with other shows, we can do one match for an entire hour. So I think just the freedom and the creativity that they can put towards one show is gonna be fun. I also like the time. As I mentioned, it's gonna be on at nine o'clock in the one true time zone here in Kansas City. I think that's a good time because it gives you something to do earlier earlier on in the afternoon after work, right? So you can go to dinner. You can go see a movie or whatever it is kind of mid evening and still get back home in time to say like Hey, I'm gonna watch this one hour of programming before I go to bed. You know what I mean? So I think it's I think it's an ideal spot. Uh, and I'm really excited to to really see what their debut product is. I will be, for uh fans of the YouTube stream, I'm gonna be doing a live YouTube reaction to AEW Rampage. Tim might join. Tim might, might not. You know I what? Hey, sometimes he doesn't want to talk to me all the time, and I get it. <laughs> Sometimes you guys don't want to talk Wait, to me all the time. you saw some of the shit I this guy
1: it. sends me on the messenger, you might want to be Woo! like, hey, listen, I need a Friday night off.
0: Yeah, I tell you what. But we are going to do, we, the Spanish announce table, are going to do a live reaction of AW Rampage's debut episode. So be on the lookout for that. We're going to put that across all of our social medias. But as mentioned, let's talk about Dynamite. So mm-hmm. it kicks off with a bit of news. Uh, if you weren't paying attention to the uh, daily news, uh, Newswire from the pro wrestling world, but unfortunately, beautiful Bobby Eaton has passed away, and the show started with a tribute to him. So, before we get into uh, the nuts and bolts of the show with this tribute to beautiful Bobby Eaton, what was your memory of beautiful Bobby? Just being
1: young, watching that WCW Saturday night, and stuff like that. You know, I didn't come around, you know, I came around right as like hogan was coming around so i saw some wcw at the end of like saturday night into nitro so i you know bobby eaton wasn't like a huge mainstay as i got older into wrestling but man I, I sure remember it and i remember Cornette and and all his cast of characters that would be in and out of bobby eaton's life of course um yeah you know bobby eaton was you know uh i obviously understood though that he had a much bigger impact to folks in that kind of mid-south area and stuff like that
0: yeah yeah for for a, a, a viewer especially in the kid age range like i was uh bobby eaton to me was just always on television if it was monday night nitro if it was saturday night's main event wcw you know you can talk about your main cast of characters there rick flair sting you know um arn anderson obviously those guys were mid to, to top of the card but someone that was always there, whether it was the first match of the night or maybe it was in a main event spot when he was with the Dangerous Alliance, it was beautiful Bobby Eaton. He was always a part of my childhood memory. You know, there's some of those wrestlers. Another one on the like the WWE side that I think of that's comparable is Tanaka, right? Or Tatanka. Tatanka was a, a guy who's like, I just always remember him as a kid. Same with beautiful Bobby Eaton on the WCW side. Uh, actually got a chance to meet him at a pro wrestling show in independence, Missouri. Uh, There was, I'm not kidding you, six people. Me and my two friends were three of the six. It wasn't like six on top of us. It was three. And then another three, he was doing a meeting, meet and greet. As you know, we've kind of met wrestlers when no one else was there. And he was the nicest guy in the world. I walked in. It was like this old empty warehouse. And there I see him. He was the first person I remember seeing. I walked in, I was like holy shit and i did one of those weird things where i was like no way like what the fuck is he doing in this piece of shit town independence love independence but you get what i'm saying i'm like what is he doing here and he just looked at me and goes hey how you doing i was like i'm doing great man this was 2010 so you know mm-hmm. i was a i was a, an adult right out of college yeah uh you know how adults are yeah. at that age and i shook his hand he signed uh a eight by ten I still have it. It's downstairs. Very nice. Talk to me. Just casual talk. I didn't get into the nuts and bolts of, you know, what was your career like? What's your five question answer? You know, none of that stuff, but very nice person. One of the better people I've met in pro wrestling.
1: Speaking of sign eight by tens, I want to hark back to the uh, interview with the dynamic wrestling federation. We did, um, with their new pro wrestling coming up, uh, pro wrestling company starting in September and the gifts that they so, uh, Graciously bestowed oh. upon us. I also got a signed eight by ten, in this thing. This is so sweet. Look at this thing. Greg, the Hammer Valentine. Look at that thing. Another
0: guy. Yeah. Gosh. Again, talking look this,
1: about. Look at the starry sky. Look at the faces. Oh gosh, there's. It doesn't get better than this.
0: Yeah. I tell you what, you know, another guy in that same era of pro wrestling that you just loved as a kid. If you're uh, a man or woman of our age, just so much fun so again uh i'll
1: hang it on the wall oh i mean i'll hang it on can Omega's face
0: sorry <laughs> kayfabe <laughs> yeah kayfabe kayfabe brother K-fabe. but yeah so thoughts and condolences to uh beautiful bobby's family obviously it's a tough time when you lose any yeah, member you know? of the family but uh let's get into it let's get into now uh aw dynamite so it kicked off with a promo backstage mjf and wardlow talking to us saying jericho uh, you can't beat MJF uh, and you're not going to get to me because Wardlow's going to kick your ass. Ha 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 ha. Mm-hmm. And then Wardlow adds his two cents to it and is like, yeah, you're not going to beat me. And then MJF comes back with, oh, like how Cody wasn't going to beat you in the steel cage match. Yeah. And you see some dissension. So what'd you think about this opening promo from AEW Dynamite?
1: Mike? Well, I'll save my ultimate thoughts on this opening promo for the last main of you know match, the main event here for reasons, but okay. yes, I, first of all, this promo was excellent. Uh, I, I, the apple significance I haven't quite nailed down yet, but, I mean, it was a great prop being used in there. Um, yeah. But I think it was
0: just meant – Just to be know. a
1: thing to draw your attention, right? Yeah, like,
0: yeah, something like, oh, my God, he can squeeze an apple yeah. with his own hand. I think yes. that's what So it was I do think for. it was that.
1: But, um, yeah, I liked all of it. And then I like just that little subtle turn because that's going to lead to something.
0: Because, mm-hmm. uh, we'll again – We've seen this in the past where MJF said, Hey, Wardlow works for me. Tony Khan does not pay oh, Wardlow. I'll book it all
1: out for you, Tom, later.
0: Yeah, okay, well, I look forward to it. Mm-hmm. So let's get into some in ring action. We kick off with the trios match, and this was a star making performance for Dante Martin. Yeah. Good night, did he look like a million dollars in this match? Did a lot of flips and shit. Oh, he did all the flips and shit. All of them. It was Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks, the super elite taking on Dante Martin and the Seidel Brothers. Seidel Brothers, by the way, if you're in the Kansas City area, is going to be at the next Journey Pro Show in tag team action, so make sure to check that out on August 28th at should sponsor Park. should yoga session. That would be awesome. Hey, we've had Seidel Lime on yoga in the stream. past. I would love to do that. Hey, we got all the money right now. I'm Jeff Coyne, you know, taking us to the moon. Uh, so let's get into it. This trio match. Dante Martin, I thought again he was the star of this match. what did you, what did you think about this trio match? Uh, uh,
1: the super elite these guys know how to make it just like I don't like these guys. when they come out and do their entrance, you're just like, blah. so kudos to them on that because whatever they're doing is working with me all right they've they've worked me into a shoot on that. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, and the match of course, is what we expected out of the out of the young bucks and their style of match. I mean, it was all over the place and you're right. Dante Martin said, hey, if we're bouncing off the ropes, I'm doing it with my ball sack, so watch right. me. Right.
0: Yeah, he did every type of flip. He even did like a springboard off the bottom rope to go over Kenny Omega. I thought the biggest compliment they could give Dante Martin in this match is, for one, he got out of uh, the one-winged angel the first time around, right? So Kenny Omega put him into the, to the spot, but before he could actually hit it, Dante Martin flipped out. Another thing that I thought that was, again, breaking kayfabe that I thought did uh, Dante Martin a lot of goodwill here is it took a three-person V-trigger to take out Dante Martin. It wasn't just, hey, I'm going to hit him with the one-winged angel. Ha-ha, let's do it. It was... The young bucks are going to hit him with their shit. Kenny Omega is going to hit him with their shit, and then we're all going to hit him with the shit, and that's finally what's going to take him out. So I thought that was a really good compliment of what they paid to Dante Martin. Again, I think the kids—I hate saying kid—I think the guy is 20 years old, so he's only going to get better. Uh, but yeah, this was really cool way to start off the the show. I agree. So now after the match, Tony Schiavone gets into the ring and he starts to interview the Elite, and Don Callis takes the mic. And, oh, my goodness, he was the best of the best right here. Just being a jerk, right? I love Just, Don Callis. By the way, on commentary, Don Callis putting a foot in his mouth at every turn. And Jim Ross and Tony Schiavone let him have it every single yeah. time. He comes in, and he's like, ah, oh, I'm making this a six-man booth. And Tony Schiavone's like, "There's only four of us here." And he goes, "Well, that's because I do the work of three men." And then Jim Ross goes, "That would be seven then." Yeah. <laughs> like, just what? <laughs> just Don Callis being Don Callis because when you're a heel, you can say that stuff, and it makes sense for your right. character. Thought that was great. Now, I want to get your feedback on this though because this felt very WWE-like. So Don Callis gets the the microphone. He's cutting down Pittsburgh, saying like they never seen a champion before. And before he can go any farther, Christian cage walks out, kind of realizes, Hey, uh, there's a lot of people against me here. I might need some back out backup. So then Jurassic express comes out and then they go to a commercial. Yeah. Mm That's that shit. Like when I went to Monday night, Raw, that just, I don't like you. I'm supposed to suspend my disbelief that now they're going to stand in the ring and not talk. Yeah for four minutes yeah that's just not good and i understand the oh my goodness what's going to happen next i'll stay during the commercial break but it has to make Uh, here's what i would rather
1: do right like you're playing the you know Don house is out there whatever and then like the music uh, like you catch up to christian them in the back and they're like no we're going out to the ring right and they leave like the the dressing room and then you're like we got to cut the break. We're going to catch them coming. You know what I mean? Like, and that's yes. just enough time for them to get there. Yes. Oh, yeah. Go figure. It took them exactly three and a half minutes to get to the fucking. <laughs> and yeah,
0: yeah, that is more believable. And I even think one thing that they could steal from Chris Jericho, which he did really well when he was doing that heel character in WCW, is, you know, one of the best moments of the thousand and one holds that Chris Jericho had where it was arm bar is he starts to say, you know, move number one arm bar move number two, like arm drag move number three arm bar, but they go to commercial and then come back. You can do that with Don Callis, right? Pittsburgh's never seen a champion. Yep. Cut him down, cut him down. Hey, we got to go to commercial. Come back. And the Penguins suck too. Mm. And then Christian comes out. They're like right. you can do those things, you know. Yes,
1: exactly, right. Yeah, I agree with all that. But it, Don Callis. I, yeah, Don I, Callis is I don't tire great. of that guy.
0: No, he he's fun, but uh, again, not the biggest fan of let's have everyone just stand in the ring while we take a commercial break. Yeah. But again, nitpicking. Well, here's something.
1: I'm also not a fan of a We just did the Number one contender gets the title match and my two buddies get a tag team title match.
0: That's true. That's like a good we point. We just out. did that with the last guy. Now I haven't looked at the rankings. Uh, there is a little bit of controversy because the acclaimed have moved out of the top five, just out of the blue a Little but, extra
1: training needed.
0: Yes. But correct me if I'm wrong here. Is the Jurassic express team the number one contender? I don't know. Maybe that that would make sense. If you're saying Christian, is the number one contender and Jurassic express are the number one contenders. Okay. Cause like you said with Adam page and the dark order, the dark order were not the number one contenders. It was just, Hey, give my friends a shot too. Sure. And so, but if we're doing that again, I agree with you. Like what the hell, are Well, we but doing? still,
1: even if it wasn't like, we still have like, Oh, my buddies are tag teams. So they get a tag, like, and I get, we have factions and that's what we're going to do. But we just did it. It's back to back. Now I'm looking for right. like the next time. Cause you're going to be Christian. Yeah, what, you know, like well, who's going to be the third? Year.
0: Yeah, well, yeah, I, I, I got some thoughts on that. Okay, uh, so we get to again, all of them are in the ring. It is, it's announced that uh, at All Out, Christian Cage, the number one contender, will get the title match against Kenny Omega. Crowd not that excited. Yeah, gonna be honest with you, a little bit of uh, disappointment for the Hangman Adam Page fans, and then you also got what I think is the first genuine. CM Punk chants. Yeah, we heard some people chanting CM Punk. They think they think that should be the guy challenging Kenny Omega. Yeah, well, in Chicago it, at all. Out. He's
1: being a little coy with his. Oh, but about, he's
0: great. Yeah, uh, we can get to that in just a second. Um, because he's he fucked up so bad with what he was trying to do. Let's talk about it real quick. We'll get back yeah. into this promo. He mentions in an interview, oh, I, I'm not going to be there. August 20th? What's that? Oh, I think we're going to be at an AMC doing a screening yeah. of Heels in Chicago. Yeah. You dumbass. You could have said any city. Yeah. You could have said Cincinnati. Yeah, nobody's
1: fact-checking you. you know? Yeah. I mean, you and those have... who are are already in on the game, so they know.
0: Yeah, but you could have said any city. Be like, I'm so sorry. I couldn't even make it. I'm going to be in Miami. Yeah. We're going to do a Heels yep. you know, promotional tour. You yeah. said Chicago. He, he
1: should have, yeah. He should have been like, "I'll be in North Carolina, right?" Like just fucking right. do something. That would have been sigh, fun, right? Yeah, yeah,
0: that would have been uh-huh. fun. But yeah, yeah, I just whatever, man. But anyhow, so uh, let's get back to this um, in-ring promo. Uh, Don Callis calls Christian a Stanford stooge. Uh, Christian calls Don Callis every kind of insult you can think of, and then we get the news that on the debut episode of Rampage. Kenny Omega is going to be defending his championship, the but Impact. it's not yeah. the AW championship. It's the Impact Championship. What do you think about this matchup?
1: Interesting. I tried to watch Impact Wrestling this last week. We record on Thursday night, so mm-hmm. I'm not watching the one currently that's happening like right now. Um, but I, yeah, uh, hey, I'd rather watch the Impact Wrestling Championship match. On AEW than on Impact Wrestling,
0: so <laughs> there is that, right? Well, and I think it's very interesting that it's Christian Cage, being the first yeah. AEW wrestler yeah. challenging for the Impact. I mean, championship. He's in the Hall of Fame, right? Yeah, he's in their Hall of Fame, I believe. He is synonymous Christian Cage. That is yep. Christian. You can say is WWE, but Christian Cage is synonymous with TNA and uh, now Impact Wrestling. So I think that's a good callback. And if he does end up taking the championship. I mean that's a hand in glove kind of fit goes over to Impact. Hey Eric Young, I remember you when I was here. Hey you know uh, Petey Williams, I remember you when I was here. Like there's enough things he could do yeah. over there that call just fits. Slap nuts. Easy, take <sighs> it easy, take it easy. Uh, but then it's also announced that I believe at All Out again. I'm not fact checking here. I might get on my notes uh, confused. But Jurassic Express is going to be taking on. The Young Bucks, or is that a dynamite?
1: I think it's dynamite Friday night. I think it's Friday night. Or not Friday night rampage, but I mean the next dynamite. Monday at dynamite.
0: Wednesday at dynamite.
1: Wednesday at dynamite. Yes, got him. Get All of them. Up.
0: Every night of the week is a wrestling show.
1: It's Yeah, yes. So the next actual regular dynamite, which is Wednesday because – wwe owns monday yes okay (laughs) yes right
0: yeah so i i do i'm sorry here are my notes yes so uh next week jurassic express will be challenging the young bucks for the the AEW tag team championships now here is my funniest moment uh of the promo was at the very end so you get the jungle boy music playing and all the crowds doing oh oh omega just takes the mic it's like wait a minute wait a minute are you guys saying oh yo oh, yo oh, yo? Oh, or are you guys saying no way no way no no no? Yeah. no, no.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well then he's like, okay, well we're out of here. <laughs> like, once, once he's like, oh, you were saying, oh yeah, all right, well screw you guys. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> that had no bearing on the promo.
1: It was a great was way like, to like shit on the crowd and not let them have their moment there. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, oh okay, well fuck you know, like make it thought about that him. was bit yeah, yeah.
0: thought that was funny, uh really made me laugh right there at the end. Then we go into another video package. Uh, This time it's for Malachi Black. He talks about how Cody has one foot in the grave and then he brings up his uh, boot and he's like, "Uh, I'll take anyone out here in AEW. So it feels like they're done with Malachi Black Cody, which is fine. Um, I think he did refer to himself as God at the end of the promo, which would make that... So, so then, would so his
1: favorite champion is Miro,
0: right? That's what I was going to say. So is his favorite champion, Miro, and is Miro doing this for the vengeful god that is Malachi Black? Who knows? Who I, that'd knows? be
1: interesting television, honestly. That, um, yeah, yeah. Hey man, this is like this is kind of where I thought we would go with this Malachi Black character, and I just I, it's not my bag, baby. Right? Like if we can borrow a phrase like that, it's just I, I don't know.
0: Here's where they growl uh,
1: Poe all of a sudden. And in-
0: yeah. And here's where I'm a little bit disappointed is when I think of Alistair black or, you know, now Malachi black, all I'm thinking about is promos. It feels yeah. like I've only seen him wrestle one match and everything else has been knock on my door or, uh, you know, I might lose an eye to Seth Rollins, but, like, I don't think of this guy, does this guy whatever he is.
1: Like, does he have – so let's talk about his wrestling style since you're talking about his wrestling.
0: Does he have actual, like, martial arts background and stuff? And I think like... he did kickboxing. I think he okay. did kickboxing with – I don't think it was Boss Rutten but it was someone in the Netherlands who has, like, a so, good reputation. So
1: it's – that style, some wrestlers use that style, right? The, like, the kicks, the, mm-hmm. you know, the – the not even MMA but, like, the, the kickboxing more style, right? Mm-hmm. And it's just, like – I guess it's a little better than the flips and shits and the hold my hand while I do seven twirls off the top rope and give you an arm drag while you watch me the whole time. Um, But it still requires such exquisite timing that it's hard to do in a live improv environment like pro wrestling. So I always get a little turned off because I'm like, ah, you telegraph that, you know what I mean? Like a a minute ahead of it, he had plenty of time to stand there and just wait for it, you know what I mean? Like I just, yeah, so this is where I think I'm going to lose connection with the Malachi Black character is that – when he does get in the ring, I'm gonna be like, yeah all right.
0: I just wanna see him in the ring. It just feels yeah. like I'd never see this guy in the ring. I'm tired of him talking. Again, you can do the smokes and bells and whistles, that's all fine. And again, pro wrestling can be whatever you want, and that's yeah. totally acceptable for me. But just hey man, stop talking. Like you How you How do talk I make it whatever much. I want? just make it whatever you want just do whatever you want call it for wrestling at the end yeah just do whatever you want but you know yes stealing a a phrase from botchamania here though but like you talk too much like stop fucking talking malachi black it should have led right into that that's what i'm saying it should have led right into the next feud instead of this i'll get anyone here. okay
1: now you talk too much and you never say anything different every time it's this like here I sit in the dark and I'm a mysterious guy and I do things for weird reasons. And uh uh look at my eyeball. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's it's not it's just it was the same in WWE. It's the same here. Yeah, except like the person has changed, but there's no like there's no theme. There there is not a character here, if I can say like I mean, there's kind of a character, but I don't have the backstory. Mm-hmm. I don't know what's driving him. I don't know what's motivating him. And even when he says what's driving and motivating him, it's like that seems like such a spontaneous asshole decision, right? Like, right. if I don't yeah. know why you're fucked up and crazy, like with mankind, we got the story, right? Like, we got the mom fucking locked him in fucking basements mm-hmm. and shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that kind of stuff. I, I need something here. I need to know why you're, why you snapped, why you're fucking weird, why your eye changes. Like, do you have powers? Like, what's the deal?
0: I agree. I like it. But yeah, yeah let's see, let's see him. Uh, Less promos, more in-ring action. That's what I'll say. Put yeah. him on Dark or Elevation. Have him work on his timing there if you want. But now let's move on. Can we
1: uh, after talk about Dark Elevation for a second? Uh, oh! I
0: thought and- this was the best episode they've done so far.
1: Eddie Kingston is a national treasure. I love oh, that guy God so much. bless him. God and bless him. Uh, we, I'm still working on sound clips, uh, getting those squared away, but... When he said, oh, he's going to hit him in the butthole. And Tony and Giovanni about had a heart attack. I, if you haven't seen Dark Elevation this week, you have to watch it. it
0: well, watch. and, you know, we talked about how sometimes Dark and Elevation are just fillers for, hey, let's just do squash matches so that we can get Tay Conti another win, you know? This one, they actually had some story. Joey Janela turns on Sunny Kiss, ends that tag team did this in a great way
1: this was not like a match where they had just like problems they didn't even get to the match yes this was i don't think i've seen this before where it was like they didn't even do a pre-match venue like promo like we're gonna go out here and kick these guys ass for the team for my brother here right or whatever and no it was like Hey everybody! Welcome to the ring. Sonny kiss and Joey. Whap! Like what the fuck? Why did he do that? Oh, so fucking great! I love to it to
0: the point where the opponents came out to help Sonic. Yeah, kiss. They so were like, and, hey, "Stop!" <laughs> yeah, Joey Janelle took him. We out were too. supposed to do that. No. Do yeah. <laughs> yeah. I this uh, this episode of Elevation is where I'm hoping the show goes, where you get the lower card stories uh, flushed out with some more, you know chapters to the story so credit to them joey janela turning on sunny kiss i'm sad because that was one of my favorite teams i wanted to see more of them uh but now i'm excited to see their feud so again let's hope to see some more matches uh but going back to to uh, dynamite here after a quick little uh special look at uh roads to the top or whatever the cody and brandy uh, reality show we get a video package Wait, i don't we a, don't miss that what Oh, so they do a a special look. It's going to be a reality show, roads to the top. It's going to be Cody and Brandy talking about make-believe issues that they have in AEW and being new parents.
1: Listen, uh, hey, I I don't know. I know the, like, Total Divas and all that stuff was a big hit, and it was a big hit with a lot of people that just aren't wrestling fans, so Mm -hmm. maybe that'll work for them, but, like, this is more of what we talk to, where we're like, "Man, Cody Rhodes really does maybe start to like really feel himself, yeah. right? Like he thinks he's like the John Cena here." And I'm like, "I don't know if I walked around my office, I would find a person if they're not a wrestling fan already that knows the name Cody Rhodes."
0: Yeah, if you said uh, Dusty Rhodes, they might know that. Or if you said Gold, oh, Dust- I
1: guarantee you, I'll find somebody that knows Dusty Rhodes in that office. That's the deal. I won't find somebody that knows Cody Rhodes in that office unless oh, they're a, a you know what I mean like they avidly watch wrestling all the time
0: or listen to our podcast. Yes. thank you by the way. Which is um, seventy
1: of them too? I'm sure.
0: Hey, seventy million. I love it. Mm-hmm. Um, or his brother. That's the that was the point I was going to make. I think more people know Gold Dust than know Cody Rhodes, but nonetheless, let's get back into a video package from I think our favorite champion in AEW, God's favorite champion, hmm. Miro, yeah. where. He talks about how Fuego do Sol will be challenging him for the TNT title at Rampage this Friday with the stipulation that if Fuego do Sol wins, he gets a contract.
1: I think what we, do we do? I think we find a way where Miro gets disqualified for killing this guy, and there, thereby Fuego wins, he gets a contract, but then we get another match where he, like... You know, beats. so he, now he gets a title match again, and then he beats him. But, like, I think we may get, like, a one, two, three kid situation. Other than just, like, he didn't sn- steal a win because Miro's going to maintain the title. But mm-hmm. it's going to be, like, Miro gets disqualified because he broke his fucking neck when we would, when we told him to stop. And yeah. so, thereby, oh. Fuego Del Sol wins. He gets his title, and then the Redeemer's like, the job is not done. God's favorite mm-hmm. champion, you know, the God is not happy with God's favorite champion, right? Like, I need yeah. to right the wrongs. And then... Poor Fuego del Sol got that receipt coming.
0: Oh, I, I, that's a great idea. You, you have him hold his his finisher that that mm-hmm. camel clutch, where then he goes to his long. back, yep. holds it past the five count, and then the ref is like, you know what? I, I reverse my decision. Yeah. Reverse, yeah, you're yeah. you lost, and then he keeps the title because again, that's a disqualification. But then Fuego gets his contract. Yep, right. Yeah, the best selling wrestler yeah. at AEW right or now, or even something simple own. like.
1: Miro does something, like he throws them and he folds them all up, all weird into something, and it's outside the ring, and he just laughs about it, so he does it again, and he laughs about it, and he does it again, and he laughs about it, and the rest are like, stop, one more time, and you know what I mean? Like, double count it, or, or not even double count it, just like, you're disqualified if you do this one more time, and he's just like, ah, and just, you know what I mean, does it again. And they're like, all right, that's it. And then he just rage,
0: loses it, and tears the whole set down. Which then we could get his next feud, right? A great way to make an impact on... The debut episode of Rampage is whoever that next challenger is for Miro comes out, comes to the save, or comes Yeah, like the a save. credible,
1: actual, yeah. Yeah,
0: not Lance Archer, because obviously be? he just lost. Who would you do? Who would you book? Let, let, let me think. Hold on. Give me a second here. Who would I mm-hmm. book for Miro? To, so, someone that comes out to save um, Miro.
1: Yeah, Well, Fuego del Sol. Comes out to save or, Fuego so, del Sol.
0: Yeah, yeah yep. save him t- to take on Miro. You can't do Lance Archer. Ooh, you need some fun. You might want to do it because I don't know. I was thinking Jake Hager because Jake Hager mm. is the baby face in the inner circle. But then you're saying that the inner circle uh, pinnacle thing is over, but maybe it should be. So maybe I'm going Jake Hager. Jake Hager Miro and then you just say Jake Hager's this MMA bad. It's badass. not a bad
1: idea, especially if it's one that you know like Miro's still going to conquer, but you need like, yeah. a good face that like, going to be big, going to be believ- believable that will like Miro can't just dominate him.
0: Right, right. yeah. I, like I was going to say Wardlow, but Wardlow's a heel, so yeah, I would say Jake. Currently. Hager. What... Currently. Definitely. Currently. Definitely. Currently. I'm excited to get your thoughts on this, especially with your side eye. Right? Currently. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right, now just let's decide. Just one eye.
1: You just gotta look at them with the one eye. Mm-hmm.
0: Like that. So let's get back into the. Ring hey, here. if you're we only get... listening
1: to the podcast and you're not checking out the video, SpanishNounceTable.net. You can find all the links you need. But YouTube, YouTube, YouTube. It's the it's the hottest thing. The kids love it. Kids, we love do it, it. live. Now, Fuck it, we do it live.
0: Now let's talk about the in ring action yes. here. Darby Allen takes on one of the best independent pro wrestlers going right now, Daniel Garcia, who you can catch taking on friend of the show, Jeremy Wyatt, August 20th for St. Louis Anarchy. The monarch. Yeah. For information on that, go to St. That's going to be an awesome match. I'm telling any and that everyone that. Is the about official
1: wrestler of the Spanish announce table is the monarch, Jeremy
0: Wyatt, 100%. But it was Daniel Garcia taking on Darby Allen here. I'm going to be honest, not the biggest fan of what we're doing here with Daniel Garcia and 2.0, versus Sting, Darby Allen, and then I guess sometimes Eddie Kingston and John Moxley. I know that fast forward next week we're gonna get a street fight on Dynamite where Sting just returns to action, which I think is kind of crazy. Sting and Darby Allen are gonna take on 2.0. That's great. I just feel like you had Darby Allen just conquer Ethan Page. And since then, I haven't seen Ethan Page. Why is he not mad? where is he? Can someone give me an update? Where's Scorpio sky? Yeah. Where's Scorpio sky? Is he not wanting to get uh, revenge for his friend losing to, to Darby Allen? We, it just seems like we, Hey, that was a coffin match and we're done. And Daniel Garcia again is very, very good. And I know that he called out Darby Allen. So Darby Allen's like, yeah, if I can bring it, but I need a little bit more than just, right, yeah, I'll fight you then. If you want to fight me something more, but it's a good matchup uh darby allen gets the win but again post match 2.0 attacks darby which then leads sting to attack 2.0 and then as i mentioned we get a street fight next week 2.0 versus sting and darby allen what do you think so far two weeks now in a row of 2.0
1: look i think i said these guys are not like they're not unentertaining right they're they're you know they're guys we're like all right these are fun and i I kind of get the feel these are the guys that are going to keep throwing things against the wall until something sticks and so maybe these guys turn into something that we like more and more over time. But right now, they're just kind of like, okay. It's one of those where I I know we say all the time we're like, AW does not need more additions. But sometimes when you get one, you're like, okay, but I guess I would have added that that guy. You know what I mean? Like, I probably might have picked that team up or, the, or those people. So, you know, sometimes you got to do what you got to do.
0: Yeah, I think, I think an ad, ad addition, excuse me, of 2.0 is good because, I can't think of anything they did in NXT. It's not, you know, Rusev coming over, which again, Miro is awesome, but it's not someone who I already know or kind of understand the character and they're going to be doing the same character over here. Yeah.
1: Well, there's also to say that, like, yes, we might have a bloated tag team division, but we also don't have, like, a whole lot of tag teams that are, like, taking the world by fire, so it's not, like... We can always cycle folks in and out so
0: right i like 2.0 i think uh the blonde haired guy for whatever reason aesthetically he reminds me of scotty too mm-hmm. i just keep thinking of scotty too every time i see him and then the dark-haired guy again i don't fact check here and i can't remember their names the dark-haired guy seems like a throwback to the full-blooded italians in ecw mm. how uh, huh, you want to take a swing of me huh you want to take yeah. a swing of me like just Put him in an Italian flag and have him run around AEW and just get beat up by everyone because he's he's great. Again, the the other energy with these guys
1: are good. Uh, I'll give you that. Yeah,
0: yeah, I like them. I think they're fun. I think to your point, they're gonna throw something up until a catchphrase hits or something. Uh, But they're you know It seems like there's enough
1: charisma that like you're not gonna they're not gonna go away without you remembering something. Right? They're gonna do something.
0: And breaking kayfabe, it seems like they have enough determination that they're going to make something work. It's not just, oh, well, hey, what we do is say you want to take a swing. And everyone's like, no one fucking cares. Like, Well, then guess what? I'm saying it next week, too. It's like, no, they're going to try something different. So I am excited uh, for Sting just to be in a tornado tag match. That's really fun. Um, so we'll see what happens. Yeah. But as we go backstage, we get Death Triangle. Mm. And Death Triangle, uh, Phoenix says, hey. Pac, let me, let me fuck this guy up. Let me fuck up Andrade. And Pac, I thought this was interesting, was like, hey, you guys are the best tag team in the world. You guys focus on the tag team championships. Andrade, me and you, I heard you you want to fight me. Well, I want to fight you. You name the time and place. This feels like grizzled old wrestling fan that we're going to get the Lucha Bros turning on. What do you think?
1: Hey, listen, I think Death Triangle is over to the extent that like everybody likes Pac, Ray Phoenix, and and Penta, but not because they're like, oh my god, I love Death Triangle, right? So if Death Triangle splits, I don't think it hurts any of them. I don't think anybody's gonna be like, oh my god, what do we do with Death Triangle? Because again, it's not like we have this like trios division where yet, right? Yet, so. I don't think that, obviously, it'll be a good fit given, you know, language. These guys all probably know each other. They've probably all wrestled each other if they go and side with uh, mm-hmm. Andrade. Um, so, I won't hate it. You know, it'll give us storylines for a while. You know,
0: I'm excited if Death Triangle does break up because I understand Pac has kind of been the same character before WWE and now in AEW where he's just this mean He's the bastard, bastard. yeah. But I like that. And now you give him motivation to be a bastard because so far in AW, again, if you don't know about his independent work, and again, you're separating Neville from Pac and you're just saying, what is Pac? I get it. He's the bastard, but we really haven't seen why. why? I have no
1: sympathy or empathy or even like reason to hate you. If I don't know why you're angry, you're just,
0: yeah, yeah, he's just angry. But now if his best friends, the lucha bros turn on him, oh, fuck, watch out.
1: Hey, I get I get behind your anger if you're yeah. You know what I mean? If you told me somebody screwed you over,
0: yeah. Well, then you get that you know. Uh, I I know I always make ECW compare comparisons here, but then you can get that Taz ECW 1998 mm-hmm. run where it was like that guy's miserable, but I totally you're understand. T-
1: if you were to come to me and tell me that like uh, Sharkbait and Matt O. Uh, gave you a nut punch and, and stole your lunch money and like ran off with your rival, right? The guy you hate the most in the world. Like I would be angry with you, right? Like I would right. be
0: like, fuck that. That's my friend. Don't fucking and yet, do that. Yeah. You would understand each yeah. week where I'm just going to disrupt matches because I'm fucking pissed off and where shark bait. I'm kicking his ass this week. I like that. And I hope we do that with Puck. but yeah. we haven't got there yet. So let's see what happens. Mm-hmm. Uh, as we get back into the ring, we get Orange Cassidy, Chuck Taylor, and Wheeler Utah taking on Matt Hardy and Private Party. And this is the last time I want to see it. <laughs> Wheeler Utah, uh
1: now an officially recognized world champion by PWI. I don't know if you saw that article I sent you.
0: Yeah, that's interesting. What do you think about that? Um, interesting. Yeah, I said
1: they're so. For anybody not up to speed, Pro Wrestling Illustrated obviously this is kind of the biggest maybe known publication for pro wrestling journalism, would you say? They published the mm-hmm. PWI 500 oh, yeah. every year. They officially recognized, I think, what was it, 12 world championships, right? So you had mm-hmm. you, your three in WWE, your one in, you know, AEW, your Impact, I think MLW, New Japan. If you, you know what I mean? We can go through some of the list. But um, they added two, one of them being, I think, what was it? Uh, internet wrestling the independent TV, wrestling, so independent yeah. wrestling TV. and then like one other and they said hey the independent scene is growing bigger so we want to kind of recognize that um i don't know how they came across like which two out of like the whole independent scene i don't know enough to know if like yeah that's a good pick out of those two but it, it is interesting they're kind of growing they like hey this is who we're going to like acknowledge as like this is a serious deal to win this
0: And speaking of independent pro wrestling, let's do another shameless plug here. We are sponsoring an independent pro wrestling matchup at Glory Pro Wrestling between Stallion Rogers and Ricky Shane Page, August 22nd in St. Louis, Down with the King. Down with the King. We are Down with the King. We are Down with the King. We love him. Hey,
1: Eddie King, uh, King, anytime you want to come on the show, we'll, we'll, oh, fuck Tom
0: oh but let's talk about it later let's talk about it when we get to the segment yes i know what you're going to talk about but we'll hold off hold off hold off let's get back to this match so we get the best friends let's just call them the best friends i know it's will or utah chuck taylor and orange guys but but we'll talk about it later yeah with trent out this is the best friends taking on the hardy family office um interesting note here was chris statlander was ringside and she kind of gives a sideways look uh to i believe bunny and without even hesitation nyla rose just runs down like a bulldozer and just takes her out says here's your ribs to the ring fuck that shit and then just laughs and walks up so i like that it was a good like hey we're wrestling later but i'm gonna fuck you up right now to get an advantage
1: i am the beast i am the big woman around here right i'm the one that nobody can topple like you can't come around here like Stupid leg brace, you
0: can't even walk. Yeah, I like it. Uh, the Hardy family office does win this match. They get the pin on Willer, Utah. Uh, Matt Hardy does with the uh, twist of fate. Like I said, I mm, the Hardy family office is a great faction for elevation. They're not a great faction for I just don't understand the Dynamite. office
1: part. Like,
0: it's just the Hardy family. Office. Well, because they're not a family. They're all there because they're getting paid. Well, but it's like it a business. It should just be the,
1: Hardy, the office of Hardy and Co. or something, right? Like,
0: Yeah. I think the, the alliteration, the office, HFO. Hardy Family
1: like. LLC or some shit then. Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, yeah. No, it's not great. I just think, you know, as we talk about Hardy this- Hardy
1: Family Office. I'm expecting a building. Like, I'm picturing walking in, unlocking the doors. You turn the lights. You're were. like, welcome for another day you sell some insurance today, guys?
0: I mean, yeah, kind of. I just think, as we talk about AEW having a bloated roster, which they're starting to get that way, especially with some rumors of uh, uh, new add-ons coming soon. Can
1: the next iteration of Matt Hardy be an insurance salesman? He's trying to sell, like, life insurance to the other wrestlers. and will be like, oh, I'll show you. You need this life
0: insurance. And he beats the shit out of somebody. Like, imagine if you would have had coverage. <laughs> All right. That would have been great. All right. I just think, though, with this bloated roster, as I was mentioning, some of this aging talent doesn't need to be taking up television time. Yeah. Matt Hardy is one of them. Again, I think whatever he's doing backstage with Private Party or whoever it is, He's got the Hogan
1: walk. We've said this before.
0: He's got the Hogan
1: walk. It's time to stop.
0: When you were Steve Austin's debut match in WWF, it's time for you to fucking chill out in the ring, man. Like... Time for you to get the F out. Yeah, as it exactly. Were. So uh, let's go backstage where Dasha catches up with Andrade and Chavo. And Chavo's like, hey, it's time to show Pac who who the boss is. So we're going to challenge Pac to a match at All Out. And this, if it kicks off the pay-per-view, is going to be perfect. That's where it needs to be, That's It's just kicking off the pay-per-view. Yeah, because yeah.
1: yeah, it's not a big enough story to like be one of the main cards like one of the things you build around right so it's yeah. going to be one of those matches where you're like where do i put the, the the opening yeah yeah yeah
0: real good and especially if you do the lucha bros turn on them that's a good like oh shit if that's happening in the first match what else can we expect it's a good starter yeah. if you just want to do a match or starter for some fun stories hey,
1: uh facial hair who wore it better uh chavo or randy orton uh, what the facial
0: I hair chavo, i thought chavo was on bra facial that ha- wasn't chavo oh.
1: Well, that was, was that Randy Orton on AEW, or was it
0: Randy Orton on AEW? Yeah, I I thought it was Chavo on Raw.
1: It was he was on both, but then when he's on Raw, it's, Ch- it's Chavo, but when he's on Raw, he's got to stand on a box so he appears taller than
0: everybody. Yeah, else, that that's makes what sense. they do, right? Gotcha, gotcha. Right. gotcha, gotcha.
1: They got to make you like you know, yeah, yeah, put you on a phone book.
0: Yeah, maybe. So uh, <laughs> let's get back into some some Andrade talk here. I. Mm, I'm, you're, again. You're I, not selling me so, so far.
1: I said this when we got the Black and the Andrade. And I got Malachi Black and Andrade showing up about the same time. Everybody's like, finally, finally, these guys get you know out from under this thumb, this oppression of WWE, like not doing anything with their characters. And they made some minor changes to their characters, kind of tweaks. I mean, it seems like the same characters for the most part that you were giving me outside of Andrade dresses a little fancier. But like, I, I—it's the same reason I didn't like their characters over there. So maybe it wasn't WWE's writing.
0: Well, I will it say was this, you guys. Yeah, but, I will say this. With what they did on the pivot of Miro, where he was the best man and he was yes. just doing video game stuff, to now this, I'm still not gonna check out on Malachi Black and Andrade yet, right? Yeah, because look, if they
1: start giving me something different, I'll. I'll yeah, buy if they it. say.
0: Hey, you know what? This isn't working. Let's take a pivot and go this way. Again, if you have Andrade and the Lucha Bros, maybe that's a completely different style of presentation than what he's doing now. I don't think it is, but again, we could see that, right? Same with the Lucha Bros. Maybe the Lucha Bros start dressing better, and now they become almost uh, the... uh, What's the faction at NXT that had the former Cruiserweight champion? Uh, uh, Fantasma? Uh,
1: Legado del Fantasma.
0: Yeah, they could be that in AEW, right? They could so do there was this.
1: Fantasma. He was El Hijo del Fantasma, right? Which is like the son of Fantasma. And then he became. What's his name now? Yeah. Uh,
0: and then he leads so, Legato del Fantasma. Okay, yeah, sure. Right. Yeah, all, right. the, all the fun words there. Uh, the fuck nailed is his
1: it. Name in NXT? God damn it.
0: I don't know. DJ Z's in Something it. That's all I, I remember.
1: It. Uh, its name is fucking C. W- we w- don't w- fact
0: check. We don't need to um after that uh announcement that it's going to be andrade versus Pac at all out we get a quick video package of ftr versus santana and ortiz hey like i said i think that last match was supposed to be the last match of this feud they have to get a little bit more out of it but let's wrap this up right As as great of a feud as it is i'm ready for them to do something different
1: tom Let's play a fun game that we, we should have been playing for 8 years on Smash out. so we're going to play what's that name? All right, he was El del Fantasma. He's a Cruiserweight champion in NXT. What's that name? I think it's Escobar. It's so Santos to- Escobar. I'm going to give you that yeah, all all I I rem- points. Yes. Yeah, all <laughs> I remember is the Escobar yes. part. You could have points. told me
0: anything. Yeah. Points. Like that. All right. <laughs> We're wrestling experts. Uh, Thanks for listening. Dana <laughs> It's Dana Brooke. You know Dana. Oh, that was from hashtag TweetTheTable. And again, What's if you wanna name? Yeah, if you wanna hey, if you wanna play that game with us, hashtag TweetTheTable. I don't know how we can play it, but there you go. Use uh, hashtag tweet the
1: table throughout the week on Twitter. Anytime you got a wrestling thought, we'll read them live on this show. We're not gonna do that this week because yeah. reasons. We'll we'll yeah. talk about it later, maybe. But each week we read some live on the show. Do it.
0: There it is. So let's get back into the in-ring action. Nyla Rose, who attacked Chris Statlander, is going to then have a match against her. And this was pretty quick. I thought this was interesting. Chris Statlander said, fuck this shit. You ain't hurting me, Nyla Rose. Take a 451 splash. Well, I think we had Nyla Rose do her.
1: You know, she did her work. She was former champion. Then she came in and went up against the new hot thing, Britt Baker. So now it's time to maybe put somebody over and kind of take the, you know, sometimes you, uh, I've heard somebody say before, sometimes you get the green light, sometimes you get the yellow, sometimes you get the red. So
0: I will say in this uh, match, the coolest part was uh, Nyla Rose draped Chris Statlander over the ropes to then give her the uh, leg drop from the top rope. But then Chris Statlander. Yeah. Turn that into a a, a handstand walk, and then Nyla Rose is like, "All right, bitch, I'm gonna spear your ass." <laughs> and so the that thing, was
1: awesome. The thing about Statlander here is that, yes, the best friends group is a good fit, mm-hmm. and that's fun, and that can show personality and charisma. But part of the draw to a Chris Statlander will be like, she's fucking athlete. Like you can see that, like with her body type and just her size. That like she should not be a mid-card struggler, right? Like, she should be one of those that, like, okay, maybe you never get over the top-top because you just don't have the mental game down right, right? If we're talking about, like, a real fighting thing, but, like, you shouldn't, like, you should beat seven out of ten people that ever even try to test you, you know what I mean? Because, like, Mm -hmm. you just sheer outsize everybody
0: i think with her association with the best friends her booping of the nose the area 51 splash that she does i feel she has a lot of shades of early nxt bailey not mm. with the oh my god this is so great but the just charisma and just charm of innocent hey isn't yeah the charm and innocence of isn't this great we're all wrestling Boop, boop! I like that. Zoom. When she's <laughs> yeah. yeah, when she is on TV, even when she's walking out with Orange Cassidy, I'm just like, look at Chris Statler. It just, it's so fun. Mm-hmm. I just boop, yeah, but there I still should be dog. that
1: that like she's booping or whatever. And then somebody does that like, okay, now I slapped you, and she's like, woo! And then it's like one or two hits, and everybody's like, oh, fuck! Right? Because right. like,
0: it should be a wall. It should be a brick wall. But I don't want her to like. Yes, I agree. But I don't want her to become Festus when the bell rings, she turns into something else. No. But, like, if you do that to her, she almost, because an alien, you know how we always think of aliens in movies as, like, smarter than us and stronger than us? And then, like, if we do something to aliens, aliens are like, why did you do that? I want that aspect to her. Like, someone fucks with her, like, okay, but now you're going to get the Area 51 Splash, Mm -hmm. 451 Splash, like, ah damn it didn't yep. want to do that but yeah. okay you're forcing my hand i think that would be fun but as i mentioned chris like, right, that you gave mario the mushroom now
1: right like now it's
0: time yeah to- <laughs> right. now it's time to you know pay for what you it's did but chris, chris statliner gets the win i think this is again you get a win over uh nyla rose she is the the um transitional uh wrestler that you go from mid card to top tier. I still think we're waiting on thunder Rosa. I think that's again, the ultimate boss for Britt Baker, but after this red velvet, I think Chris Statlander is going to be the next person to, to go up against her. And that's just going to be so much fun. The, the just oozing charisma and bad bitch on the block, Britt Baker, and the innocence and charm of boop your nose, Chris Statlander. I think that's going to be
1: fun. It's going to be be so
0: much fun. Now, we go backstage and the young bucks are talking and I like this promo this fun, because man. it was just fun. Yeah. So the young bucks are talking and they have a basketball and there's a basketball goal behind them and they're talking down the Jurassic express, but by doing so they're using some basketball tendencies and, uh, uh, young Nick buck Jackson. Too. Yeah. yeah. Young buck two goes to do a layup and out of the blue, luchasaurus says get that shit out Lebron,
1: that shit out of them
0: well then he gave him the D- dikembe yep. mutombo mm-hmm. uh wag of the finger and then jungle boy's like yeah you're not doing that shit to us yeah and then they just leave well, i like how oh, they just so run. what happens is
1: he swats it right to jungle boy who then goes around young buck one who was still standing there uh, oh yeah, and yeah, And Young yeah. Buck yeah. one turns to go find him right into a screen, right? And he hits him, and he immediately is like moving screen, moving screen, and then yeah. <laughs> Jungle Boy dunks it, right? Yeah, and then like so, then he's just standing there flexing over him and everything. And then they're like, "That was a that was a foul." I saw it, and and Cutler's like, "Nah, I saw that, man. It was all ball." Like, shut <laughs> up, Cutler. That's <laughs> great. Yeah, good. I, all of it was timed well. It all came off perfect, and it, the comedic timing was great there
0: yeah and and it also didn't lead to like oh we're we're, we got to get him back it was just it was a standalone moment in time (laughs)
1: yeah
0: and it was just we're gonna get you later right i like that and for the super elite being what they are the dorks that they are uh brandon cutler has figured it out he got away from that dungeons and Dragons shit. i haven't seen him wrestle so maybe he is still doing that which hopefully not but with this uh face mask and jumpsuit And kind of always being, like, the the end of every joke and then also being honest when he shouldn't be. I like uh, Brandon Cutler. He's doing his best work right now. He was like, no, I saw guys. This whole (laughs) was What the fuck are you talking about? And it was. I watched this so – because
1: the timing of it was great. It's like he not only swatted it, he did it right to Jungle Boy – who was there? So, like, they could have fucked that. Now, maybe they taped this several times, but like, yeah. he catches it. They all, I mean, all of it was great. I had to watch it a couple times. I was like, man, they must have went over this. This was good. This was good. It stuff. was
0: very good. So, and then we get back into the ring, and Tony Giovanni introduces his best friend, mm. the AEW women's champion, Britt Baker. Because we were in Britsburg. We were in Britsburg, And I will say this credit to AEW and credit to Britt Baker for not cutting down the hometown and saying, you know why I left Britburg? Uh, It's because you stink. I live in Cleveland or Kansas city or whatever. It was no, no, this is my town. I'm the baddest bitch here.
1: Love me. Yeah. Like Like, get those yellow towels out. (laughs)
0: Let's fucking go. Mm -hmm. I thought this was really done well. I also completely side note here. It dawned on me though. When she said I bleed black and gold or black and yellow, I believe it was. Mm -hmm. I thought like, oh, Steelers, fuck that. But all three teams are black and gold.
1: Yeah, yeah, the Penguins, right? Yeah,
0: yeah, Penguins, Pirates, and Steelers are all black and gold. I thought that was cool Mm -hmm. because our teams don't fucking do that. Well,
1: so is the uh, place that uh, her and her husband. Well, her husband hasn't officially been ousted out of there, but
0: oh, Hmm. we shall see. Hmm. Yeah, I love
1: the uh, the Pittsburgh homecoming for her. Like, look. Who else in wrestling is as over to have multiple signs in the crowd where groups of people are making? It's like, here, I'll put one up behind you right now, Tom, where it's got the DMD on on teeth. I mean, like, she's one of the most over acts in wrestling industry-wide.
0: Yeah, uh, and I liked it. I liked everything that she did here, and I also thought it was a good uh, coming back to Pittsburgh because when she did it the first time and she had the mascot and she was the baby face, it kind of felt like okay mm-hmm. but nah this time it was like no 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 yeah. this is our this is our champion this is the we like this is our person so i like that a lot and we get tony everybody loves tony everyone loves tony uh but before we get into this Not promo everyone loves tony well we'll get to that in a second too but um before we get in this promo red velvet's like hey you ain't talking down to me bitch i'm coming out here i'll punch you in the mouth i don't care where we're at and she runs out there and they have a pull apart credit to them that was really cool that was a really good way to say hey i know i'm in your hometown hometown i know i'm kind of not the fan favorite but you're not gonna Getting away
1: with it yeah Yeah. you're getting away with talking to me
0: like that i like that a Mm -hmm. lot that was great Mm -hmm. so then uh what do we get here we get a video package ricky starks brian cage still doing that that's fine but let's get to it you know yeah let's get to it they seem to bury this one all the time I, yeah, doesn't that seem weird? It almost feels like someone doesn't like Taz. Yeah. <laughs> like, hey, Taz, we'll let you do your storyline, but it's going to be in this corner. Yeah. You know?
1: Just weird because Rookie Starks, was, that pop was so big.
0: And he is a star. And yeah. so is Brian Cage, right? Like, Brian Cage in the ring. Like, you could present that to any casual wrestling fan. They're like, oh, I remember that guy.
1: That guy's a Terminator.
0: Right. But to your point, yeah, I feel like this is always the hey, yeah, yeah. We we look at this we pre-taped
1: got our- video from not even on well, dark.
0: <laughs> well, it just feels like yeah, we got our Taz segment in. Yeah, like we, we we like fulfilled a contract. We got it in, good to go, right? Okay, let's move on. Unfortunately,
1: CBS radio's paying us for this.
0: <laughs> Something right? Maybe. Yeah. Now let's get back into the ring. We get an Impact World Tag Team Championship match: The Good Brothers versus Evil Uno and Stu Grayson. Yet Scott Demore on commentary, my good friend, who I met at the last Invicta. Scott Demore was very nice to me. Remember, I talked to him at the last Invicta when he showed up. Uh, Super nice guy.
1: I like Scott Demore, and when I do watch Impact, I'm always like Scott Demore. I love the Scott Demore segments.
0: Oh, he's done really well, too, mm-hmm. uh, going back to his Team Canada days. Yes. But here we go. We get the the Good Brothers versus Evil Uno and Stu Grayson. The interesting thing from here wasn't that the Good Brothers retained. Kind of figured that that was going to be. Because I didn't think that Impact Wrestling would say, yeah, you can have our world champion and our tag team champions, right? Like, <laughs> no one from our company is going right. to hold our fucking titles. <laughs> and beat um, our guys. Yeah. On, like, on, on your
1: TV show for it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. But what I did think was interesting. That would be is how, very
1: impact to do. <laughs> that would be very Yeah. You know, it would be very TNA to do. We'll say that. If they were doing a throwback, that's yeah, what they
0: would I, do. <laughs> I agree. But the thing that I thought was interesting. Then they here they paint the title
1: belt green, right.
0: Was that Colt Cabana was the only member of the Dark Order to come out with Evil Uno and Stu Grayson. Yeah. And they made mention of that too. They said, Hey, other members of the Dark Order are kind of pissed about the decision not to help out Hangman Adam Page. What do you think we have oh, happening gosh. So are here? Are going
1: to get dissension in the Dark Order and the only person who can save the day and reunite the team is the hangman?
0: You know what they should do? Just for fun. Because, mm-hmm. again, it's the Dark Order and we've kind of all agreed that there are everyone's favorite dorks. There are
1: mascots. They're the AW yeah. mascots.
0: But what I think they should do is you get Guns and Poses, right? Yep. John Silver and Alex Reynolds. Mm-hmm. And let's throw in... Five, yeah, right, it's those three, yep. And they said, Hey, we've seen what happens when there's dissension in a group, you make a wolf pack, and they try to be like the, <laughs> the red dark and black dark wolf dark pack. Wolf pack. <laughs> and they come out <laughs> doing this. And you could even have like John Siller paint his face red, like Sting, and like you could do a backstage segment where Sting is like, You look like an idiot. Here you would know? be the
1: funniest <laughs> thing is if they do that, and then the hangman comes in, and he goes. Don't do that. Don't copy somebody else and do just what they do to try to get over it. Nobody likes that,
0: right? <laughs> that would then, be so
1: much fun. And then they stop. They're like, yeah. yeah, that would be really weird to do. Yeah. yeah.
0: And then they always they never mention it <laughs> yeah. again. Like, hey, weren't you guys in a wolf pack? <clears throat> like, that. that was that was oh, a weird case of nope. the Wednesdays. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what you're talking um, about. Nope. Uh, but I think they should do that. I think they should make a subset of the dark order for one week and you just do all order, your favorite jokes. Yeah, you do all your favorite jokes, you have someone's face be red, Sting says, you look like an
1: idiot. The very next week they can do a finger poke of doom. (laughs) Yeah,
0: exactly. (laughs) Yeah, what's going to happen? It's Evil Uno versus Alex Reynolds, and Evil Uno does the finger poke of doom, and Alex Reynolds takes the dive. Oh, that would be so much fun. Love it. That would be so much fun. God,
1: hashtag higher T-Mac.
0: That would be great. Uh, But in this match, we get a great Brandon Cutler moment where – Brandon Cutler grabs Evil Uno's leg, pulls him down, and Colt Cabana does a 90-foot sprint, it looked like, to punch Brandon Cutler right in the nose. He goes, and he's wailing away, and here comes, and finally a bit of badassery, the Elite Hunter. Kazarian takes away Brandon Cutler, and we don't see Brandon Cutler for the rest of the night. Is this finally going to be the start of That's the elite the, it's hunter? The,
1: he should be the elite sniper when he's doing that, right? Like, it's one momentary second of confusion, and somebody's out or gone, and they're like, what the fuck happened to Doc Gallows, right? Like, where the hell did he go, right? Like, whatever's going on. And he at least takes out one or two to try to even the odds, right? Because we know Kazarian's not going to look like Superman mm-hmm. and beat these guys up, so, like, mm-hmm. he should at least be able to, like, just take one or two out from the, you know what I mean, from afar, just real quick, bam, right, and then because then you could even spurn little mini shoots, you know, like little like a little feud between Kazarian and Cutler on Dark.
0: Yeah, and I think maybe you know if you start to do that, his reasoning can be like, I tried to go at him head on, and I realized I was failing, so I had to take a different tactic. Right. That would be okay. You don't cause... walk up
1: to a deer and punch him in the face. Yeah. You hide from the bushes and take your shot when it's when the right. moment presents itself
0: yeah that would be more understandable because as i mentioned he was just looking so like he a loser wearing
1: like you know like looking like the repo man getting you know what oh, I mean? where's the, yeah.
0: where's those goggles you know or night those vision night goggles, vision goggles, Rudy, goggles you know yeah they're doing interviews
1: and he's like <laughs> in the night vision goggles everybody's like the lights are on you don't need that right now shut the fuck up
0: <laughs> yeah, what are you talking about you don't know I'm, how to I'm, hunt
1: somebody that's a elite
0: yeah exactly <laughs> Uh, another mention of a different company we get next after the good brothers retain their championships. Uh, we get a video package of Camille taking on Layla Hirsch for the NWA women's title coming up, uh, I believe on August 28th in St. Louis, um, for the NWA women's championship. This was fine. I, again, I think the whole thing is look at how big she is and look how small she is. Isn't that cool? I hope Layla Hirsch wins, right? Yeah, Layla Hirsch won't. is great. <laughs> yeah, she won't. Yeah. But good for her. I hope. I hope she does well. Maybe she does. Hell, you know, maybe they're like, has hey, other it's real wrestling
1: here, and they go. You know, she wrestles over there for a little bit. Looks like we might get a little talent trade off once in a while.
0: I wouldn't hate a Layla Hirsch run in NWA, and then Serena Deeb gets healthy and goes back to NWA, and you get Serena Deeb Layla Hirsch oh, for the NWA Women's Champion. Oh. Ooh, that'd be fun. <laughs> Uh, and I know Serena Deeb's injured, but I'm saying once she gets healthy. Serena Deeb's the shit. I love her. She is so great. Uh, but let's get back into the ring I feel now. Like I would we like can...
1: to hire Serena Deeb to beat up people I'm mad at.
0: I thought you were gonna say yourself. No, anyway, that's <laughs> some weird shit, buddy. Whatever you're into, but I don't know, man.
1: <laughs> no, like because like she looks like she's really beating the shit out of people out there. I'm like, God, take it easy, Serena. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's supposed to be. I'm fucking Yeah, work.
0: <laughs> she's the girl. That you go to when a girl breaks your heart and you can't do anything to her, you're going, Serena, could you beat this girl up? Be like, yeah. she broke my heart
1: and she and she keep my car and be like, Okay, now I'm gonna get her. Yeah, I'm gonna, <laughs> gonna kick her ass.
0: Yeah. Mm. So now let's talk about it. We couldn't get him on <sighs> because we ran out of time. I'm so sorry. Every week, but we, we got,
1: fucking forget to get Cutie Marshall on the show. Well, but
0: here's the thing. He's trying so
1: hard. He's being so He nice. is trying he hard, but he's gifts. also making us mad. He hey, saw, he's making us He saw us that mad. the DWF guys gave us gifts, so he tried to do the same thing, and we still fucked it up.
0: But here's the thing. He's making us mad. And let's talk about why he made us mad. So this segment, he has Tony Schiavone in the ring with him, and Cutie Marshall goes, Hey, what he gave you me. said... I, you know that's not, but it, that's not an AEW know, merchandise. Get that it out of here. Weird, like he bought yeah. it from
1: clearly from like KB Toys or something.
0: Yeah, get it out of here. Okay, so QT Marshall though, quick trip Marshall here, is talking about how, hey, yeah, uh, you demanded apology, you got my words twisted. Uh, I had demand apology from you, and Tony Jovine's like, what the fuck are you talking about? No, I'm apologizing for shit. And he goes, fine, then I'll apologize to you for what I'm gonna do to your son. Mm. Now. Here's the thing that I'll say. They grab uh the nightmare or the factory grabs uh Tony Schiffani's son. Hmm. He's a son, and he'll always be a son. But that motherfucker looked in his forties. I'm not gonna feel too bad. (laughs) It wasn't like a a little child, like it was negative one.
1: Like, hey, they're trying to to, he's trying to be a wrestler. But yeah, he looked like he was forty-five.
0: Yeah. I was like, I don't know, man. And, like, like they <laughs>
1: just punched him in the stomach once and then he's like kind of stood there and, and they're and like they weren't even really holding him back. He was just like standing there like, Oh yeah, my stomach hurts. And I, and I was like, Why isn't anybody fighting over this? Yeah. It was, yeah. It was a poorly executed segment. And yeah, I didn't I mean like I assumed I guess I understood Tony Shavani probably had a family, but like I
0: If they're adults, I'm not gonna again I don't like it when any, you know, in wrestling civilians get beat up, right? By wrestlers cuz oh my god, the you can't cross the line. And I get that, and I'm fine. But man, this isn't like I said, this isn't negative 1 getting beat up. This isn't you it's know. It's not even
1: yeah, it's not even like 20-year-old, you know yeah, what I mean, Shivani Jr. Is, trying to like take his first yeah. wrestling class.
0: And and here's the thing where I think maybe this is a little bit of nepotism. This guy
1: fucking look like he works on the dock of Phoenix.
0: And he might. <laughs> But here's where the a little bit of nepotism, like, man, we kind of did this with Brock Anderson, right? Or it's Brock Anderson wants to break into the wrestling business. Hey, don't forget, he's Arn Anderson's son. And now it's, we're going to get this guy who I don't even think we've got his name, but like, it's Chris. Tony Schiavone's son. Chris Schiavone. Was it Chris? Yep. Yikes. Not the most exciting name on the roster, but whatever. Um, but now we're going to get this guy. And it's like, man, okay. What? Like, if you're good, awesome. If you're good. If you're if you're the next, you know, um, like, for all the criticism he gets, Dominic Mysterio can still do a fun match on live television, right? So sure. I think he's earned his spot, relatively speaking. If you can do that, all right. But, man, if you're doing what Chris Schiavone's doing, we don't need to be putting you on Dynamite. Chris Schiavone. Put you on Dark. That's, again, that's where we can do these storylines there. We don't need to be taking up time when, when Malachi Black and Miro have to do 45-second promos, but we're getting Chris Shivani to do a three- to four-minute segment here. Eh, Chris Shivani
1: is the third-best realtor in the Hardy family office. <laughs> <laughs> this month this month yeah he got the cool parking spot Year over the year it's seventh but hey he's getting there it's showing improvement with this fucking conversion sales each month oh god
0: but we get the big fun reveal here after chris shivani gets beat up that paul white walks out
1: his most generic name is the it's the
0: most generic name chris shivani chris shivani chris chris Uh, You
1: you might as well have been Mike Schiavone. (laughs) Uh,
0: That's his brother. They're going to be a tag team. You're going to be called Generic White. Chris, Mike,
1: and Pete. Yeah. Oh,
0: God. But here we go. We get Paul White We're Tim and Tom. (laughs) Yeah, but it's a Spanish announce table. It's a Spanish announce table here. And we used to be T-Mac and the Awesome Voice. You know what I mean? We can be fun if we want. We're not just Tim and Tom. It's mm-hmm. fun alliteration, but we get Paul White walking out, getting back to dynamite here. What'd you think of the song? It's a total ripoff, and I loved it. Hey, did you? Yeah, it's fun. It was fun. I mean, yeah, I just don't.
1: I mean, I really am not pining to see this big show, Cutie Marshall feud
0: again with as much television, YouTube included, that we need to fill here let's move it to a different show because as i mentioned i think you should watch elevation you the viewer should uh, or listener should watch elevation because they're doing some fun things here but there was about 4 to 5 matches that were less than 2 minutes where it was just tay conti hits her finisher hey let's do a little fun dance and we're on to the next thing we can stop some of that and have paul white versus cutie marshall on the youtube show like drive some traffic that way. We don't need to take up Dynamite or Rampage time for things that may not be ready for yeah. that. So. Uh after that we going to get that recap Cutie. of Joey Janella. We're going to get you on next week. We'll get swear. to you, but I'm but I'm kind of mad at you. Oh.
1: Glory Pro guys. We'll try to fit you in next week, QB. We'll still
0: we'll do two interviews. Oh, we got Glory Pro.
1: Yeah. Maybe the
0: next. So week. maybe next week. Yeah. Yeah. But we, let's get into it. So we get a quick recap of Joey Janela, as I mentioned, attacking Sunny Kiss on Dark Elevation. Uh, and then we get the fourth of five labors. Chapter four of the five labors of Jericho. Chris Jericho taking on Wardlow with MJF. And I told you this off air before we started recording. Completely confused. I was under the impression, maybe JR said it or I misinterpreted it, however it was. I was under the impression that MJF was the ref.
1: So did I, but I wonder if they worked out like maybe when they were like, oh, how are we going to end the match then? Um, You know, maybe they went aside from it and just went the WWE route and act like it never happened.
0: Yeah, okay. Because he said that. Yeah, it just.
1: Yeah, they should have addressed it. Um, Hey, listen, I thought from the promo earlier that like we were going to get a finger poker doom at the end. I thought like Wardlow was going to be doing stuff, beating him up. He like missed, made one mistake and then MJF was going to run him down and he was going to be like, you know what? Take a dive. You know what I mean? And then be like, piss off, I'm out of here, right? Which is probably how I would have written it, but um, I think what happens here is I think in that fifth labor of Jericho, I think Jericho might end up winning because finally Wardlow's like, you know what I mean? Like after enough abuse, he just like, fuck you, I'm out of here. Maybe Wardlow does his own thing, right?
0: That's a great idea. But mm. then man, that's a quick faction cuz now the pinnacle's done. Yeah, well no, I mean, you just lose a guy. Get somebody to replace him? Yeah, maybe. Who who you put
1: in there? Yeah, Let's maybe. say
0: Wardlow does that. Who are you going to put oh, in? Oh, I don't know pick?
1: who's the next like, you know what I mean, like maybe I, you know, if Team Taz is going to stall out and do nothing, I'd still like a guy like Powerhouse Hobbs, but yeah, you know what I mean, cuz another big guy, you'd want to replace him with a big guy, you'd think. I don't know who else they've Ooh. got that's a big guy that's not like, you know what I mean.
0: Yeah, let me change my answer from earlier. I just thought about it. Mm. Rampage. Miro takes out Fuego de Sol. Let's just end that. Ricky Starks. Brian Cage. It's Brian Cage that steps to Miro. Perfect. That's a that's that a is good. Perfect. Yep. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, but here we go. Yeah, we get the main event. Uh, I don't know how you felt about it. I'm going to be honest with you. I kind of felt like it was a little underwhelming. Didn't think I it agree, was the best chapter. and I don't
1: know. Like, uh, uh, so now that we're getting to the final chapter and we're getting MJF Chris Jericho, like, how do you book this? Like, I don't want Jericho to win this, but like, you kind of have to,
0: yeah. And so, let's get to it. So, uh, because of a distraction, uh, MJF gets kicked out, Sammy Guevara uh, hands, or somehow Jericho gets Floyd. He hits Wardlow with Floyd. Then he hits him with the Judas effect. One, two, three. That's how he wins. Uh, then they start beating him up. Sammy Guevara comes out. Yada, yada, yada. But we get fifth chapter announced. And MJF says, no Judas effect. You don't get your fucking song. You don't get your fucking move.
1: I love it. No. And here's why I think that Wardlow thing is going to happen. Because he's like, no Judas effect. You don't, get, you don't get to use the Judas effect. You don't get the Judas song. People aren't chanting your stupid fucking song. Because he's going to get Judas by Wardlow. Wardlow's going to fucking give him the, you know what I mean? Cause he's oh. pissed off from all the abuse he takes this week of like, you fucking failed me again. I told you to get the job. Then you didn't get the job. you're just a big dumb oaf. I
0: don't even know why I pay you. I like hmm. that. That's a good idea. Cause then we yep. can get away from Chris Jericho MJF. Cause yeah. to your point, I, if he, if Jericho wins, what does MJF do next? And if. MJF wins. Well, what does Chris Jericho do next? Cause it's not a retirement match. Right. It's not as if Chris Jericho right. has to stop. So Jericho gets so. to brag
1: and everything, but then like MJF is now focused on Wardlow's face. You know what I mean? He gets to get, help yeah. get him over. And just like, I, I tried to cancel the Judas effect and you were the Judas effect. Right. Like it turned on me. Right.
0: Like, like, I like that idea. I really do. I think if that's the way we're going to go, then these Booking. five chapters have been done correctly. However, let's just say, Chris Jericho gets the easy win, right? Chris Jericho gets the win. I'm better than MJF, and he knows it. Ha ha. And we move on, right? Then these four chapters should have been rebooked. You should have done Sean Spears first, which was great. Chairs match. You know, Sammy Guevara helps, so it makes sense. Now we're banning them. Okay. But then second should have been Wardlow with me ringside because I'm gonna make sure you can't get past it. Mm-hmm. Well, you do. Then I'm gonna bring up someone from your past, to because make sure you got those demons. You still can't work through. Okay. You got past it. Then I'm going to make you go through death, a death match. Then it should have been Nick gauge. Yeah. Cause and then, then it should be bloody torn. Yeah.
1: Else. Now, now, And then kidding.
0: it's MJF. Right. So we'll see the, the outcome, but I would have rebooked the four chapters. And also I will say credit to, uh, Jr here. Cause again, I give him enough shit for just being not good, which he isn't no offense to him. It's just, Hey, you're past your prime. Um, I liked how he brought up that Chris Jericho did not look good. He's yeah. like, look at his eyes. He looks tired. <laughs> this is not the best Chris Jericho we've seen. I like that, that was finally a little too much out. barbecue sauce. Something. It was, I mean, and he does, he, look, he looks haggard. I hope whatever happens after next week, breaking kayfabe. The number one thing that happens is we get a Chris Jericho vacation. Just fucking calm down, man. Like, Right. And that's again where you go to take a vacation, right? You got through the five labors. Oh my God, I need some rest. Then Sammy Guevara can start to say like, Hey, while Chris Jericho's out. I'm taking the the reins here. Let let's get some inner circle business done. And then when Chris Jericho comes back, Sammy Guevara's like, Hey, hey, we don't do things that way anymore. And then we can get the Sammy Guevara, Chris Jericho fun, you know, meeting of the minds. That's what yeah. I would do. All but. Right. Overall, AEW Dynamite, what'd you think? Did you have
1: fun? Yeah, no, I had fun. I, I, you know, I think we've touched on it. There were some lulls in this show and some kind of questionable decisions, but hey, you know, again, I have fun at the end of every episode. Like when I'm done, this was good.
0: Yeah, it's still the best wrestling show on television by far. I think, though, the only reason it was not as great as maybe like the Nick Gage episode of AEW Dynamite was this felt like an episode of, hey, All your favorite people are here, but they're also going to be here Friday night. Rampage, because, I mean, there was, I think, three different segments that just told you to watch Rampage. Yeah, there was
1: a lot of, again, it was, so they had uh, like four themed shows in in a row, and then we have, you know, a downtime a few days before another theme, you know, the first ever new show. So, yeah, it was like, it was promo mode.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and, and that's fine, right? Because, again, you've been averaging, what, a million viewers each episode, so might as well tell those million people, follow us on Friday night. So, for what it was, again, I thought it was totally fine, um, but it wasn't one of their best, I'll say that. Yeah. But, hey, it was still better than Raw and SmackDown, you know?
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, speaking of, I mean, I <laughs> the biggest news coming out of WWE this week is more releases, like a whole bunch.
0: I'll, I'll say this. The only news that WWE makes is that they're breaking kayfabe, and it's real news where they're firing people. Like, yeah. the most interesting thing about WWE is nothing in front of the television. Yeah, It's all behind It's all, me. yeah,
1: there's, there's like Adam Cole contract talks. There's
0: NXT pe- rebranding. Yeah,
1: NXT is essentially going to go back to the – performance center mode now like i mean they, they're still going to put on show but it's going to be it's the feeder system they're making that a clear
0: well and it's clear on what they're wanting too because uh it came across my my twitter mm-hmm. timeline here but they passed on willer utah because what they want is Wardlow, not to say Wardlow specifically, but they want the Wardlow type wrestler. They want the Jake Hager type wrestler. They don't want these indie guys that can do the fun moves and stuff. They're just looking. Which for... I feel like
1: we've always known.
0: So I mean, and that's fine. But again, okay, right? So if you're going to tell me that, you're going to tell me, hey, NXT, their new focus is young guys under thirty who are six foot five, three hundred. They were five. linebackers,
1: but they can't play football anymore,
0: right? Yeah, blown right. knee. So now they get to the wrestling. Yep. Okay. But then and I love Tommaso Ciampa. But Tommaso Ciampa stays and Bronson Reed goes. Right. The fuck is that? I don't get those kind of moves. If you're gonna tell me we're looking for towers, right? We're all looking for, you know, the next diesel here, okay but you can't get rid of a guy like Bronson Reed and then still keep Johnny Gargano. Well, like, we've
1: discussed this. You could have just like, you could have had another brand. You had enough people. You'd have to release more. You could another brand of like just the giant dudes. And like, occasionally we'll get a giant dude coming around on these other brands for storytelling purposes. But like the breeding ground of the giants is this brand over here.
0: Well, and here's another thing that I've noticed. And I don't know if you have uh, noticed this or not, but I keep seeing releases from SmackDown, raw and NXT you know, one release uh, I have never heard from so far, mm. NXT UK.
1: Yeah, well, how
0: the fuck is everyone well, uh, in NXT UK keeping? Isn't thing
1: too? Like, how, how about you? You've always done cruiserweight divisions, junior light, heavyweight. Like, make a fucking heavy, like a super heavyweights division. Give me these dudes. Got to be two seventy five plus. Yeah, to be in this one. Hmm.
0: Omos is the champion. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey.
1: I will say this: almost is getting better every time I see him. Like he's getting, Love him. he's getting like the the whole personality of it down, the charisma down. He doesn't look like he obviously needs to learn some moves, but Jesus Christ, he looks! They can make some money off this dude if he continues progr- like like progressing at the rate he's going. Yeah,
0: I like him, and I like that he's with AJ Styles. Yeah. Like if you're gonna put him with anyone. It makes the most sense. It was either AJ Styles or Riddle that yeah. would have worked the best with Amos. you know. And yeah, so they AJ picked Styles AJ Styles. Is so great. Yeah, he's he's doing awesome. I like Amos a lot. Um, but yeah, to my to, to my question, there's is, how is NXT UK guys all keeping their job? Because it's you know
1: they're probably trying to catch that UK market, so they'll keep them. But like, I think this NXT thing, I think they thought like, hey, we're getting the bare minimum ratings that we'll get no matter who we put on that show. So yeah. we just need to make it what what we want it to well, be for us
0: and i saw on uh on a recap show that i watch on youtube that this week had its highest rating since may or something now i think the reason why is because they fired everyone so what's the show going to look like i don't think it's going to happen next week but still they're going to bump in ratings fire some people get some bump in ratings It's weird i don't know man so what'd like- you think of raw? I, I, I did catch. I don't care too much about raw, but the one fun thing was at the very end, you get Randy Orton and uh, Matt riddle doing the team. Hell no hug in the middle of the ring. But then before we can get the nice soft, everyone loves everyone moment, Randy Orton is Randy Orton. And he hits him with an RKO, but then kind of, like, rubs his head. He's like, you dumbass. You know I was going to do this. Yeah,
1: well, and you had Byron, like, he's like, I think they're still together. <laughs> like, I and mean, so maybe that, like, I, I think we'll get more of this drag out from uh, Riddle that maybe they do stick together. And Orton's like, okay, but Orton's kind of like, yeah, this guy's going to let me beat him up and still be friends. I'm going to beat him up once in a while. And then maybe, it's like, Riddle starts to finally be like, hey, man, it's not cool anymore. Right? Like, we get a serious Riddle who's not, like, going to be walked over anymore.
0: I don't know how you would do Riddle as a heel because it just doesn't no, feel like. No, but it I think fit.
1: like getting losing the like yo shucks is me I'm a dumbass would help. Where if he's like, hey, I know I like joke around, but like I'm not an idiot. Like I see what you're doing. Yeah, you know I mean like, and now I'm not going to let you do it anymore.
0: Yeah, I mean because I think the end of this relationship tag team whatever we're yeah. calling it, I think they're going to beat Amos and AJ Styles for the tag team championships. Okay. I think that's where we're going. But then once we go into, isn't this the best RK, bro, RK, bro, and then Riddle hits Orton with either a RKO or, a you know, a pile or whatever the fuck he wants to do. It's just after that, which would be a shocking moment, especially if they did it like Survivor Series, which would be, you know, November, right? If they did it at that time period, I just don't know then. What do we do with Riddle? Just cut his hair and make him stare and make him mean and just walk? Like Then it's kind of... Then you're Otis, right? Where Otis was fun and fat and happy and all this fun stuff. And then now he's just generic uh, bowling ball, walks to the ring.
1: Especially through the lens of WWE riding. Like, they're not going to do any subtlety, which I think a yeah. character like Riddle will need to do anything other than what he's doing right now.
0: Yeah. And so I- I'm excited for the ride. Again, I think we're going to get more fun moments where... It's Team Hell No, but in 2021 with Riddle and Orton. But afterwards, I just don't have any faith in that. Yeah,
1: SmackDown, we got Edge um, telling Seth Rollins, he's like, hey, you're trying to be, you're trying to like walk in my shoes and you realize you can't do it. So that's why you're I thought,
0: yeah, you know, for as long as we've said, Roman Reigns has been the highlight of SmackDown, which he has been. And the whole Bloodline storyline has been outstanding. I feel like... The transition into now my favorite story on SmackDown is this Edge, um, uh, hey, Seth Rollins.
1: Seth Rollins is another guy where I said very much like Miro, where he changes his character all the time, but it's a subtle little change, right? Mm-hmm. Like he what he's doing now is not too dissimilar from like his time with the authority, but it's different enough, right? Like it's a different kind of crazy, a different kind of like delusion.
0: Mm-hmm. He's,
1: he's laughing a little different, but he's not like, you know what I mean? Like he makes these subtle changes all the time all the time. The character's always
0: evolving. I like him. I've always liked him. Mm-hmm. I think his in-ring style is really fun to watch. I think his promos have always been exceptional, you know, good to even really good. But to your point, yeah, every little thing is different because now he's not doing the Messiah gimmick, but he's still full of himself. You know what I mean? So It's those little tweaks where he's yeah. not trying to save you. He still thinks, though, that he's number one. Yeah. So I do like that. Yeah.
1: And then, I don't know. I don't remember anything else, really.
0: It was all bad. It was all bad, but you know what's not bad? Mm. Is our sponsored match August 22nd, Ricky Shane Page taking on Stallion Rogers at Glory Pro Wrestling, the Down with the King event. You know who's going to uh, be there. All right These here. These two
1: fucking guys right here.
0: We are going to be there not him. if you not him. Well,
1: maybe. I don't know. Maybe.
0: You'll never to know. Find out. The forbidden door is open, yeah. but I will say this, if you're in the St. Louis uh, area, go to gloryprowrestling.com get your tickets again we, are we will be Gl- glory there pro on Twitter at we are Glo- Glory yep. Pro on Twitter say. yeah easy just yep. nailed it right um, but again if you're gonna be in the St. Louis area make sure to go there again it's on a Sunday August 22nd glory Pro wrestling for details we are going to be there if you are there say hi uh, again we're sponsoring one of the best matchups on the card Ricky Shane page versus stallion Rogers. it's gonna be a blast we hope to see you there